Uh, hello everyone! Welcome to another awesome episode of Classic Elder Scrolls Night. I am your humble Tamrielic Traveler and host this evening, Varwin, and today is Freydas, Sun's Dawn the 14th. Uh, we hear it might be a special day for, for some of you out there, um, but for those of you else out there who may not know um, much about... Uh, this day. Uh, we're playing Elder Scrolls, and we'll, we'll leave it at that. So, <laughs> uh, Hello, everyone. We're playing some Skyrim, and I'm joined by Shank the Tank. Good evening, everybody. Um, we got some pretty interesting topics tonight. Uh, can't wait to dive into them. Absolutely. Um, and also, we've got uh, the one and only... Uh, community manager for Quest Gaming Network is Q of Tamriel. Hey, up my ducks. About me, Q here in Skyrim. Oh, I like and that. hey, Varwin. Glad to see you remembered Shank this time. I did. Uh, <laughs> 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 Although I may have yeah. forgotten that he actually hosts the show now with us. Yeah, <laughs> you, you totally forgot that he even existed. Um, it was like. I was like, so Shank's coming on tonight. I was like, who's Shank? Oh, no, oh great, Shank's on. What? What's a Shank? Oh. <laughs> uh, we're we're not alone. Uh, we have a very very special guest, a very good friend of mine, and someone whom I've uh, come to rely on throughout all the all the dealings in the network. Oh my God, it's Brago. Brago, my, my cat Brago. Say, yes. say hi. Say hi, Brago. All right, he's peacing out. Um, but then there's Fred. <laughs> Hello. What's up, dude? <clears throat> Trying to get my core voice on, but it just ain't working. It uh, It's a little weird having you on an Elder Scrolls show and not talking about Star Wars or SWOTOR. Well, it's fine. It's true. But I never promised I wouldn't talk about SWOTOR because the only rule is we don't talk about... The big one coming. That's right. The only rule here on Classic Elder Scrolls Night is we don't talk about Elder Scrolls Online. But the other rule is we don't talk about anything else other than Classic Elder Scrolls games. So Yeah. We definitely don't talk about the big one coming because that sounds like a porn show. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably was in the 80s. There we go. Probably was. Linda Lovelace. Oh, man, did you guys see that? That was some, some awesome fighting right there. Um, I'm... I'm playing my my paladin character right now, uh, level level 52, 53 in Skyrim, and uh, you're probably thinking to yourself like, you know, ah, I thought this was classic Elder Scrolls night, and Skyrim is the contemporary Elder Scrolls game right now. Uh, that's true, but you know what? It's an Elder Scrolls game, and I think it's going to be. I think it already is a classic, and there you have it. So. <laughs> 20 million sales. I'm pretty much sure that's a classic. It's and a classic. It's it's more. Classic Elder Scrolls Night encompasses more of Elder Scrolls single player. Right, yeah. The The whole reason behind Classic Elder Scrolls Night is really just to kind of get something out that that fans of single player Elder Scrolls can enjoy and not necessarily have Elder Scrolls Online cluttering up their, their podcast. So we're not, calling El we're not calling Skyrim old. We're just saying it's not Elder Scrolls Online, thank God. Um, but uh, I want to turn our attention back over to Fred, who... 
you know, despite the fact that he's an awesome dude um, and does a fantastic job as Sith Lord Korv on, on Swotor Reforged, he's actually here for, for a really solid reason. And yep, <laughs> I, I, Fred, uh, you, okay, let's just, let's just get this out. All right. Fred has created a while back. He created a mod for, for QGN called hosts in hosts of QGN in Skyrim. Uh, now, if you've been a, a longtime follower of our network, you you may have known about this. Um, if you didn't, it's there. It's on the Steam Workshop, and you can download it. And all of the hosts in in QGN are are uh, are in Skyrim as per this mod. Now, I'm going to stop there because really, Fred is obviously the author of this mod, like I said, but he he's really able to give you the whole rundown of the mod and. And it's history, and sorry, I had to kill that dog. Um, <laughs> and he's so sad. <laughs> and he'll he'll say it best. So so Fred, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about about your your mod hosts of of QGN in Skyrim, and then tell us exactly what your what your brand new update as of as of yesterday uh, details, and then maybe you can show us uh, a little bit of what that will show us all the features of your mod, and I'll I'll head on over there in game. Really? Because I was enjoying watching you skid this train a little bit further off the tracks. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. Then, Jeez, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, as per our new mod, I thought it was appropriate to troll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job. Okay. Well, as Yvorwin said, I put this mod out over a year ago, probably closer to a year and a half ago, because I was always a fan of Skyrim off the record, and then I listened when they turned uh, Elder Scrolls off the record. And at one point, which I can't exactly pinpoint right now, they actually begged somebody to put them in a mod, and nobody did it. So once I got on the network, I stepped up and took that task on myself. Sound pretty accurate, Warren? No, but uh, you're doing good. <laughs> 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 well, it might not have gone exactly like that, but <laughs> let's let's just call let's just say it did. Let's just say this is going to be the story that lore masters tell ten years from now. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, the original version of the mod just added all the hosts from the show in as possible followers with different archetypes and all that jazz so that they would be useful and yes and as the mod progressed (laughs) I added in you know several features that I thought were just fun or utility for instance there is a story way back in the Skyrim off the record days when Joe Wilson got destroyed by a painted cow Mm. And that led to me putting a tiny little painted cow into the mod that you can actually get as a follower that takes the place of a dog. And that cow is by far better than any dog you can get in this game. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a pretty tough cookie, that cow. His name was Widget Bane. Yes. And he's very hard to kill. And if he does happen to die, he'll come back after about a week. Then I went a little bit further with my mod, and I tried to think how I could really get people engaged with it. 
and I added events into the mod. All right, so just just um, just to recap, so so the mod started off with with the the host of QGN, the host of Elder Scrolls off the record, or then Skyrim off the record, were were available to to uh, group up with and and bring around with you in your in your adventures, and then you sort of brought out this whole um, you know other follower called Widget Bane, which was a cow as well, and it would follow you around. Yes. Okay. The, the mod has really been a mark of my progress in modding itself because as time has gone on, I've done more and more complex things with the mod. Like when I first started doing the events, the weapons that you would get as a reward from the events were just, you know, duplicates of other weapons you could get in Skyrim with their own stats. And then as I got better and better at modding, the events that you do now actually have weapons with skins that you can't otherwise get in the game. Right. I I, I like that. I, I genuinely like that. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about that skeletal event that, that you had going on as well. Well, the skeletal... The skeleton event was done as retribution to Joe at the time because <laughs> my first event was put in the game and he just bragged about how he completely steamrolled it. So he, I, he, he yeah, he, he had done that. <laughs> Which I mean at the show on the show at the time it was it was really very funny to be to be honest. He uh he, he definitely <laughs> he had us all laughing with that one. Well, the original goal was never to be super challenging. It was just there for something to do. But with the second event that I put in, I tried to make that boss hard as possible within the parameters of the game and still be beatable because I wanted to make sure that Joe wasn't going to just kill that boss on the first try. Right. Why don't you tell him a little bit about that bossy Barwin when you got to him? How how fast was he able to swing that sword? Well, from what I can remember, um, you had put the boss inside of Whiterun, inside the crypt in Whiterun, and he was like this this badass skeleton guy who had um, the ability to to swing this sword of his so fast that it, I mean it, it increases damage like tenfold. And uh, he, he was extremely difficult. He had a lot of health. He did a lot of damage. He was extremely quick. And uh, he never, he never, he was unrelentless. Like, if you if you left the area, he would come after you. And uh, <laughs> I don't think he ever leashed at all. He didn't. He would have followed you all the way to Markarth if you would have ran on foot. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. But, like, my favorite part of the skeleton par- portion of the mod was was not the the boss um although the boss did drop some pretty awesome loot that you had programmed in my favorite part was the 125 plus skeletons that you had walking around white run just just passively walking around not doing anything until you either kited that boss outside of um the tomb or you hit one of them in the face Yes, and 
I put all sorts of nifty little things in there where if you would have used your unrelenting force shout on the skeletons, it would actually spawn more skeletons. Yeah, thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> and if you got at range, they could all pull out bows. <laughs> yeah. I really upped their AI a little bit, too, so they were a little bit smarter than other skeletons in the game. Because I noticed one tactic became climbing up on buildings and plinking them with arrows, I had to give the skeletons the ability to climb up on top of the buildings and, ch and chase after you. Right. Now, as, as a sword and shield uh, character, one thing that I had noticed that seemed to work for me as far as a strategy for fighting over 125 of these things um, was to, in the marketplace, head up the stairs from the marketplace and sort of, like, funnel them into... Uh, into into as much of a a uh, straight line as I possibly could and start fighting them in that way instead of fighting them as a giant horde scattered all over the place doing you know lots of range damage and melee damage all at the same time and that that helped me get through that particular event so it was really epic and I, I absolutely loved it well, one thing about these events is I always make sure that I can beat the encounter in some way before I actually push it out there for other people to play. Yeah. Because I don't put anything out there that's completely unbeatable, but I did try to make that boss as hard as possible. It intrigued me, though, that you enjoyed the trash so much because I really made them as unrewarding as possible. Uh, they were very unrewarding. Each one of them had about 10 gold on them. Um, so, I mean, it, it wasn't... It wasn't the the reward that you got for doing it. Um, the best reward in that part of the mod, of course, came from the boss who gave you this unbelievably fast swinging sword, which, like, you know, increased my DPS like you wouldn't believe. Um, but the thing is, is that I, I enjoyed the, the challenge of fighting over 125 skeletons who multiplied based on how many times I used Unrelenting Force. So that was that was really awesome, man. Uh, now going from that, now now that your your mod has been updated, what what sorts of features are in Q, QGN hosts of Skyrim? Shanks in it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yes, actually, all, all of the hosts have been updated. Okay. <laughs> People that are no longer on the show or with the network, their characters. The characters themselves got repurposed. I took those personalities out and replaced the same roles with the new hosts that are on the network just to keep it relevant and modern. Okay. And then, additionally, I added some new items to the game. Shank may remember the sword Umbra from Oblivion. Oh, yep. Which Best sword in the game. It is now in Skyrim. And I had to give it a lore purpose because in the actual lore from the game, it was destroyed b between Oblivion and Skyrim. So wait, hold on. You actually programmed Umbra into this game? Yes. Dude, that's freaking epic as hell. Are you kidding me? Well, I was kind of hoping you were going to go see some of the stuff, but seem to be wandering aimlessly right now. Well, I'm wandering aimlessly because I want I want to get a good description. But yeah, I I am going to everything that Fred is going to talk about, the the Umbra Sword and and whatever else you got going on for this. I definitely am going to be checking out. So Fred, if you if there's stuff in the game that you want to leave as a um 
as a surprise. We'll we'll do it that way, and I'll just tell me to go to certain places, and we'll go there, and I'll check it out, and and maybe the listeners can you know discover along with me, you know, some of the stuff that you put into the mod. Okay. Well, let's cool start that. off by going to the College of Winterhold's library. Okay. So we're gonna go to the College of Winterhold's library. Um, while we do that, and and here, here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna be walking for most of this journey. Uh, now, the College of Winterhold, just to give you an idea of where I'm at right now, I'm I'm next to Riverwood um, on a mountain called, uh, in, a, in a place called North Skybound Watch. Uh, and I am uh, just, just southeast of Riverwood. So I'm actually going to walk to the College of Winterhold. Wow. wow. The, same, the same guy that opened the console to get in and out of Blackreach is going to walk Think, think, <laughs> things that, have changed, my friend. Things have changed. That's the shank effect. I, I don't know. I think <laughs> I've been shankified. <laughs> well, just just to even things out, people will be glad to know that I fast travel everywhere in oblivion. It's okay. You'll get cured eventually. I, I, I don't walk anywhere on per, on purpose. I just I just fast travel, even around the uh, the white gold tower, like the, the middle city. I just fast travel. Between the market districts and stuff? Yep. Yep. Are you serious, dude? There's like a door yep. 20 yards away from you. Yep, a fast travel. <laughs> I think There's no fast travel in Oblivion. It takes longer to load than it would to walk there. <laughs> well, that, that's true, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's pretty sweet. I love watching Evarwin beat up old hags. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome to just know that I can take a defenseless old woman and beat her in the face and win. Well, <laughs> wow, we all you? know that you um, we all know you think it's Liz, but, you know. Wow. <laughs> oh, no, come on. <coughs> come on. Liz is awesome. I love her. Um, Shank, why don't we, while, while I'm, I'm trying to survive against a defenseless old woman throwing fireballs at me and whipping my butt in, um, why don't you present some of our uh, topics today? What, what do we have on the sure. queue to discuss? So we've got uh, one of our discussion topics. Uh, we uh, we picked these because we thought there would be a lot of discussion around them, and, and I think there will be. Um, there, there's This is on the uh, official uh, uh, Bethesda forums, um, and this topic is called One Thing You Love and One Thing You Hate About Skyrim, and it's uh, the... Author of this is Ethaton. I'm totally butchering the name, but uh, if you're listening, yay, Steve. Uh, yeah, Steve. Steve. And um, yeah, his his the the thread actually is just that. That's the that's the entire question is in that thread. One thing you love and one thing you hate, and of course everything else. The the remainder of the thread is just people you know listing the love and the hate. Um, one thing they love, one thing they hate about the game. So. Figured uh, we could bring it up on the show and uh, throw it out to the hosts here and see what uh, we have to say as we go around the panel. All right. Well, since since Fred is our is our guest, uh, why don't we start off with with him? Um, and, and maybe if you don't have something right now, then we can we can go to somebody else. But you know, what what's one thing you love and one thing you hate about about Skyrim? Well, as far as things that I love. I, it's hard to think of something that I don't love about this game because it really feels like a single-player MMO, and I like that. It's a, a whole world that is just there for me, and it actually feels like a living environment. Mm. 
And as far as things I hate, the only thing that comes to mind is that when you're dual wielding, you can only see one of your weapons sheathed. One of the things that you hate is when you're dual wielding, you can only see one of your weapons sheathed. Yes. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to call attention to, not not to get off the subject, but uh, this is a thing right now on the stream that... Well, hold up. Did you just fast travel? I did, yeah. I fast traveled to Riverwood. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did it because I wanted to I wanted to show everyone the, the wonderful horse that you built in the QGN of hosts. Uh, the hosts of QGN in Skyrim mod... <laughs> Uh, this beautiful horse that you made. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this thing, and then, um, why don't you move a little bit so we can see the horse's name? Right, his name is Paygate. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing! <laughs> is it an imperial horse? Yes, that is. That's your free imperial horse, Paygate. Yeah. Wait, he's free. Uh, well, you got it just for buying Skyrim. Well, he's oh, free. Skyrim, yeah. He's free, but he's hidden behind a pay gate. Do you, do you get this if you pre-order the mod, or <laughs> you only you get it when you when you pay uh, ten dollars for the mod is when you get pay gate. <laughs> you, you get pay gate when you open your PayPal account. I'm not, not, not I'm not too keen on on the color in there. It's a bit shoddy. Oh wow! Wow! Are you kidding me, man? Well, the intention for Paygate was supposed to be Ivarwin's paladin horse. Mm. It's supposed ah, cool. to be the exact opposite of Shadowmere. <laughs> oh, okay. Supposed so I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. It has okay. all of the stats of Shadowmere, and it will respawn after a week if it dies, just like Shadowmere. Okay. I like the blue glowing eyes, man. Yeah, that took about five hours to figure out how to do it took you five hours to figure out how to how to do the blue glowing eyes well if you, if you look blue? real close at the eyes uh-huh it's, it's not just the eyes look at the color around the eyes too yeah okay i gotcha well you know what, what did that guard just <laughs> i heard a sweet Bro, little comment are you serious <laughs> you don't even want to you don't even want to rock with this right now okay just just keep walking dude <laughs> jerk off uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm getting trolled even by the guards in Skyrim. What the hell? Uh, the other thing I like about this is the... Wow. I'll do it. Paygate will actually help you fight. Yeah, I believe it, man. I believe it. I can't wait to get into some fights with Paygate tonight. Now, now what I like is the uh, the horse blanket he's wearing around him, too. It's got the little embroidered... Uh, uh, QGN logo right there. It, it, it looks phenomenal. All right. Yeah, I figured that'd be a nice touch. It definitely is a nice touch. The only thing I don't like about when you make a saddle is, like with the Q, on the other side it's backwards, but that's because it automatically mirrors itself. There's nothing I can do about that. Well, you know. But, hey, it looks good. We gotta get on Bethesda with that, you know? <laughs> So, okay, uh, the, the question comes back to one thing you, you love and one thing you hate about, about Skyrim. And, uh, Maury, we haven't heard too much from you yet. Why don't, why don't you go ahead? No, I've just been sitting here trolling. Uh, yeah, indeed. So, yeah. One thing I love about Skyrim. 
Skyrim. Just the place. It's so gritty and European. It reminds me, yeah, it's European. It's 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 like Norway or Sweden. It's just like very cool, very yeah, Scandinavian. And just the place is it's beautiful. I mean, look at it. Look, look at you got a you know a, a river, lake, whatever running past you trees and forests and stones it's just so nice and it, it looks lived in and Skyrim's great it's a great place to be dude just and look I, at the smoke coming off the mountains in the distance the fog yeah and like and, if, and like if you can mod it as well it just looks even better so they've got um It's just so beautiful. It's just, <laughs> just a great place to be. Just white the seat in the place. It uh, it definitely is. Uh, it is gorgeous. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what though. That's the first time I ever heard anyone say that it looks European. And and uh, sure enough, it, I think maybe it would take a European person to to make that that judgment that assessment. Um, so I, I really I, I kind of appreciate that. It could. I mean, like the um, like white room where you come coming up to now it kind of reminds me of, of something like the highlands you get in scotland mm. um yeah. where Highlander. you know because there's lots of deer there and then you've right. got pheasants and things like that and in, Adrian in, Paul. in the woodland so right. definitely like all the little kind of orange looking grass reminds me of say heather yeah. or and immortals no not highlander <laughs> <laughs> you peasant i don't even know what that is you it's even, uh, from the 80s Oh, so clearly I, I don't know what that is. I am the only one. <laughs> there can be only one. There can be only one. Then in comes Queen. I am the master of my destiny. <laughs> Princes of the Universe. What uh, a great song that is. Phen- oh, phenomenal song. I actually used that uh, during my rendition to uh, to acquire my my first black belt. <laughs> oh, nice. Attacking you. Yeah, I beat him in the face. So, so all right. So you you like the fact you basically just love Skyrim itself and how and how it looks in yeah. a general sense. Um, let's. I'll get back to you on on the one thing that you don't like about Skyrim. I want to hear from Shank what he does like about Skyrim. The one thing I like about Skyrim is how open the platform is, because I'm sitting on a machine that's a pretty it's a pretty competent machine. I want to be able to push it. And lo and behold, you can do that with this game, uh, given the tools available. And you can, I mean, I like the fact that Bethesda gave us this game. Okay. And they said, this is what it visually looks like right now, but guess what? It's open. And then the community went in there and they just completely upended it. And the fact that, you know, I'm allowed that sort of freedom to go in there and like literally change the way it looks so much so that it looks like, uh, like uh, for lack of a better word, like a next gen, you know, title. I love that. I love the fact that there's so many like capabilities and graphics mods out there specifically tuned to take full advantage of your system for this game. I love that. Mm. I have to say that it, it's it's really 
surprising to see that Skyrim and Oblivion were released for the same platform. Mm-hmm. Same platform. I, I mean, you, you look at the two of them, the, the two are night and day, but I mean, just to, just to, and not to get on another topic, I just want to skim on this right here and just sort of say that, you know, when it comes to consoles, you look at, you look at, um, um, you look at Oblivion, and there's a game in the beginning of that that dev cycle for for the console, and then mm-hmm. you look at Skyrim, and clearly we're at the end of the dev cycle of of uh, of the console. And, and guess what? I mean, it's just the hyper realism that exists in in Skyrim is just utterly amazing compared to what was attempted and achieved in oblivion and oblivion was gorgeous for its for its day i i still consider it one of the most beautiful games i've played now if you consider the poll that we looked at on bethesda last time (laughs) saying that the actual world was was the worst thing about the game if you remember that that still blows my mind i'm still recovering from that other elder scroll fans you know they don't consider oblivion to be great looking you know so Mm. Um, and then, so then, Maury, what what do you think is what's the worst thing about about Skyrim for you? Hmm, Lydia. <laughs> you what what what's that? Lydia. Lydia. Okay. Kind of attitude. All right. So then, uh, uh, okay. So <laughs> now watch watch, got troubles. watch how I watch how I go ahead and turn this one. Uh, you you're really not interested in the in the companion AI like that for you is is sort of like one of the worst things about the game. No, I like having companions. It's great. I am in Lydia. Okay. All right. So then, so then <laughs> you just hate that person. Hatred. She looks like a dog. She looks okay. You don't like the way she looks. Oh no! 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 Modded her, and I still don't like it. She's got a bad attitude. All right. This is just getting worse by the minute. Uh- <laughs> She's like, she's like the, the first girlfriend that you have sex with. I'm like, you didn't never really loved. You just wanted to get it out of there. Okay, you know, we, out are, of the way. Uh, we are a family show. Just uh, want to remind. Well, I didn't say you did anything else. Freaky, freaky with it. Just okay. general, wham bam. Thank you, Lydia. So maybe not today. We're not a family show. Then. <laughs> I, d- I did actually marry her for the first time because uh-huh. I hated her so much. I wanted to marry her just to give yeah. her that constant okay. annoyance of having to carry my stuff forever and give me a meal. It's like, huh, they have to cook for me. Hmm. Um, Moving on. Yeah, so then <laughs> there's Shank, and uh, we have yet to ask him this question. <laughs> yeah, so um, basically what, what I don't like about this game, I, I'm not going to say hate because, t- to be honest, there, there isn't a thing that I can pinpoint say I absolutely hate this about Skyrim, but there's something that I really dislike and when i'm gonna say argonians right now i'm gonna force joke you oh no that that's just that's just dude no that's too easy that's about the franchise in general um one thing i don't that i really don't like about this game um and i'm drawing on my experience uh from oblivion as well is that to me in oblivion the most memorable quests were the guilds and because they were not only were they pretty long but they had some pretty memorable storylines and i love you know the thieves guild and the dark brotherhood and when i played this game i was kind of uh you know expecting that level of uh both depth in terms of how long the guild lines were going to be and just memor uh like you know how memorable and uh, impactful some of the quests would be 
And I didn't get that from this game. So, I mean, I'm not saying the quests were bad, but they weren't... Compared to my previous experiences, they were a bit of a letdown. So I'll say that much. So the, I didn't like the brevity and uh, of the uh, the guilds in this uh, in this game. I didn't really like the direction the Dark Brotherhood ta- uh, quest line went. Yeah, where like, it's just sort of left in in ruin. Yeah, I mean in Oblivion, the Dark Brotherhood's this powerful group that's spread all throughout Tamriel. And then, okay, the one in Skyrim is the last one. I mean, it has to be the canonical ending that the Dragonborn actually takes it over and saves it, because I'm going to be very disappointed if there's no Dark Brotherhood in Elder Scrolls Six. Oh, there, there has to be, dude. There has to be. It's such a favorite. Yeah, yeah I, I, staple. I really, I really agree with that. I, I think. Um, the very early eight, uh, episodes of of uh, ESOTR, you know, we we were sort of saying that you know we knew that DLC was coming out for the game, but um, we thought a very obvious part of of DLC would be to to advance the the Dark Brotherhood quest chain. Into into seeing what the the end of that storyline actually was, and um, I, I sort of feel a little cheated about the fact that we never really did get any anything else other than what 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 launched in in the game. I sort of feel like there's still a hell of a lot more story to be uh, to be told. Oh, and never get told in Elder Scrolls Six when you find a book saying what happened. Or I don't know if they're gonna, you know, I guess demote it to, uh, you know, and just relegate it to a lore book. I think it, I think what they would do is like literally, as you're trying to join the guild, the story would be explained that way. Or like once you do join it, it'll they'll tell you about some like mythical, like epic, legendary this this dragonborn character who like saved the guild or something like that so i think i don't know if it's going to be necessarily like a book because uh, i think the dark brotherhood is too important to just say okay we'll just throw it in a book you know yeah i'm really well, not sure test six will be like a progression of the story though i, I kind of think test six will be back in time of what skyrim is i don't know because they haven't ever gone backwards yet with an Elder scrolls game that's not true. A, not a single player one that's the true. story always moves forward. Well, um, I mean, the, oh, okay. the the Elder Scrolls game that shall not be named, that's the first iteration that has gone back in time. But but you can see why, they, I mean, there was room to do that because of the just the way that it fits in the lore. There's kind of like that Dark Ages sort of feel to it. But so, I mean, it, it was done, I think, for a good reason. But now that that gap has been sort of filled and will continue to fill, um, you have these single-player games that are kind of like marching forward uh, through time. So that actually does beg a good question. You know, like how, how far forward or just just generally like when in time it's going to take place. And that that's something I'm curious to see like as Bethesda uh, – eventually talks about it you see that, that's the thing that kind of concerns me about if they move forward and say okay what happened to the thieves guild what happens to the dark brotherhood is it is it then the character of the dragonborn is the leader of those 
So that means that you know if if like if you come in from a player who say never did those, then it doesn't kind of make sense to that 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 individual. Say, so, well, I never actually did those in Skyrim, so is it? It's not talking about me then. The way that they'll do it is they'll leave it broad and open because, like in Skyrim, they tell you that there could be other Dragonborn, just none have come forward yet. So when they just refer to the Dragonborn, they're not necessarily talking about the player character. It could have been anybody that happened to be a Dragonborn. Yeah, did true. Those things, and the most jarring thing would be if they come out and say, okay, well the Imperials won, but when you played as a player you were Stormcloak and you mm -hmm, won. Yeah. But I think that's why they never really resolved the wars because they know which way they want it to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree to that. I think um, I think Bethesda uh, when, they, when they do eventually release their you know their Elder Scrolls Six. I, I definitely think that they're they're going to take some very hard stances uh, in the story of the progression of these guilds and say, look, here uh, spe spe uh, specifically speaking with the the Dark Brotherhood, they're going to say, you were here in Skyrim. This is what happened in the Antrim, and now we're here. And based on where we're at now, here's your quest. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't think they're going to to get rid of the Dark Brotherhood um, because it is a huge fan favorite. Uh, that said, you know, also allow for for room of of uh, either improvement or or just doing things slightly differently. Because look at what we got with the Mages and the Fighters Guild in Skyrim. Mm -hmm. I'm sure going from Oblivion into Skyrim, people said, oh, there's definitely going to be, you know, Mages and Fighters Guild. Well, I mean, what's an Elder Scrolls game without that? And what yeah. did we get? Did we get a Mages Guild? No, we got the College of Winterhold. People in the chat are saying that the Dragonborn in Skyrim is the last one, but if you play the Dragonborn DLC, there is another. Correct. Yeah, Mirak. And remember, and remember... The other interesting thing to look at here is that it, it's the last one with respect to this point in time. Yeah. So if Elder Scrolls Six doesn't t and I, I think it's going to, you know, march ahead in time, you know, time continues. Who's to say that, you know, at that time there might not be another Dragonborn? But honestly, I don't think Bethesda would want to retread ground like that because once you do something so iconic like that, like what happened with Oblivion, like that whole crisis, like that was a that was a clearly like a one off kind of thing. What happened in Morrowind, that was a one off thing. And the Dragonborn concept, I think, while the Dragonborn as an idea will still retain throughout the lore and the history, I think as far as the main story and premise for Elder Scrolls Six. I, I think Bethesda, you know, I think they're smart enough and they, they, they clearly very know, like, okay, yeah, of course we can reference this happen because, you know, they reference the Oblivion Crisis, but, you know, you're not going to be another Dovahkiin. I, I think that would, I mean, they're, they're more original than that. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think they'll do that. They won't go down that path again because one way or another, the dragons are taken care of in Skyrim. Yeah. And I well, thought... Other dragon stones in other provinces like where you get the shots from or is it only in well, Skyrim where the dragon priests are as far as I remember the the dragon priests were actually uh, they, they, they were they were oh my god 
I can't remember the name of the guy. Somebody, somebody in the chat room, tell me. But there, there was a a, a frozen continent from where Yskermor was originally from, and there were some dragon priests up there. But the way that the dragon priest uh, behaved there versus where they did in Skyrim were like basically two totally different ideologies. Um, and you know that they, that's how they kind of like marched further, uh, you know, south into Tamriel. But I don't think that there are other. Uh, I mean, I, 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 there probably are dragon priests elsewhere in Tamriel, but I, I think because of the way that Elder Scrolls V was set up and the way that if you look at where all the conflicts took place, um, you know, with the banishing of Alduin, with the dragon break on the throat of the world, etc., that seemed to be like the central hub of all the conflict. So I think uh, at Mora, yes, thank you guys, at Mora, that continent's at Mora. Um, I don't think that, yes, there might be other dragon priests, uh, you know, buried uh, throughout the rest of Tamriel. But compared to the concentration that was in Skyrim and the relative to the story that was in Skyrim, I don't think they're going to be a huge part of whatever the next iteration of the game. I mean, we might find a shrine to them in the next game as a sort of nod to the previous games. But I don't think it's going to be like a major story component. No, I mean, I assume they came. They will come into life in Skyrim because the dragons are back. Mm -hmm. So that magic kind of rose them as well. Mm -hmm. That's. I true. just wondered, like, if the, if the dragon shout walls were anywhere else in Skyrim. I mean, anywhere else in Tamriel, or is it just in Skyrim that they were located? So could there be, if you know, if they wanted to make you dragonborn in another game, is there any other? zone where you could learn the shouts of a dragonborn well it wouldn't matter anyway because there wouldn't be any dragons to get the souls to unlock them that's true well, we didn't we didn't kill all of them though they did we in skyrim because like but they're pretty uh, much done for yeah pretty much so and it depends on how far ahead in the timeline they're going to jump for the next elder scrolls game but honestly, like, they could have, like, oh, man, like, you come across a ruin of a dragon wall, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just that, A, you're not a dragonborn, so you can't use it. B, there's no dragons to, you know, for that mechanism to work anyway. And C, that magic kind of has died since the dragons no longer are there anyway. So I, I think if they did that, it would kind of be like a, like, a, like I said, like a, a nod to the, like to Skyrim basically to like, you know, service the, the, the fans as it were, which would be a cool little recognition. But I, I, yeah, I don't see some of the big heavy themes from this game translating into the next iteration. Cause I, I think Bethesda wants to keep each game very iconic. Yeah. I mean, and just thinking about where the one, where the other, where the next Elder Scrolls things could be set I think that that will play a big part on what oh, the main storyline will be. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine dragons flying around Valenwood or around um, elsewhere or High Rock. Oh no, that'd be. Uh, I just can't imagine that. I, I tell you right now, I would love to see a return of the actual classes and um, the uh, birth signs come back to to Elder Scrolls. I would like for Skyrim to be like the one Elder Scrolls game that actually does not have classes or birth signs in it. I would, but at the same time, I would love for this to be in the game. You know, a spell in one hand, a spell in the other, or a spell in one hand and a uh, 
a uh, you know, weapon in the other. Uh, when I play other other Elder Scrolls games, I love them for what they are. But and there's a lot of things I love more in those games than in in Skyrim. Believe it or not, uh, but what I always 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 miss, and I I think this is what I love about Skyrim, is is the fact that you you can have a spell in your left and right hand or you can put a spell in your right hand and a weapon in in you know you know what i mean like you can the flexibility do, exactly i love that flexibility i don't necessarily like having you know a weapon <laughs> in my hands and then have to hit like another button to to cast a spell did you see it yet Ivarwin? i probably walked right past it you did um, by the way, we are now in the the College of of Winterhold, and um, I'm trying to find Umbra, the sword from. Oh, uh, no, that's a broom. Uh, the sword from the legendary sword from Oblivion that Fred has placed inside Skyrim using the mod QGN hosts. You're getting colder of uh, of Skyrim. Totally an Elder Scroll right there. <laughs> All right, Fred, where should I be looking here? Right there underneath that desk where he is. Under the desk. Where the librarian is? Yeah, are on the sure? shelf underneath his desk. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> <I've been laughs> <years ago. laughs> wow. Uh, Okay, let's just get this this guy out of here and uh, <laughs> you see it. I see it, man. That's awesome. All right, let me let me grab this up. I'm psyched because like I'm on a I'm watching this with you guys like on a lag, so I'm pretty stoked to see this. There we go, Umbra. Bam. <laughs> that guy won't get out your way. I got it. I got it. All right. Now, let's see. I hotkeyed it, so let me see if I could find it here on my hotkey. Umbra. Oh, yeah. All right, so let me check it out in my items list. Oh, dude, you gave it the same thing as... Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, this is, this is pretty awesome, man. So, okay, here it is. Umbra. 74 damage. Once thought lost to the ages, this blade uses the power of shadow to steal your target's soul. Very nice. For all, for all you fans of Oblivion out there, that is exactly what Umbra did in Oblivion. And it can be upgraded through blacksmithing. Yeah, what, uh, what do I have to use in order to upgrade it? You have to have arcane blacksmithing and you need an ebony ignit. Hey, you even made it this uh good man. Good man, man. Good, all right. Good. All right. Um let me actually I think I have that. I think I'm able to uh to Can I just say something while you're um in the library? Please. There's nope. a chest there's a chest in um uh, please don't. What what's that, Maury? I don't know. I thought you said please don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I said please do. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a chest in here. I don't know if you've opened it. 
Um, but if you sneak and steal, there's like five rings where you can actually go down into the underbelly of College of Winterhold and summon a Daedra. Oh, with the uh, with the with that uh, the thing that you find down there. Yeah, yeah. There's like that there's a hand where you put five rings yep. on. Yeah. Have you got? Have you done that? I haven't found the rings, but I found the thing that you're talking about. Well, the rings are actually in the library in a chest that you have to steal. Up here. Oh, okay. At this rate, Marwan, you? you might have to fast travel to get to some of this other stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to do that uh, without without a doubt. Um, so we're we're going to start doing that actually. But what I want to do is I want to I want to head back to um, my little my little mod house, which I'm going to fast travel to. And uh, and upgrade, good old Umbra. Now, and uh, Valkyrie in the chat says Umbra was also weightless in Oblivion too, and that is absolutely correct. So a bit like the Ghost Sword. Umbra was weightless in Oblivion until you finished the quest that went with it. That yeah, that's weight <laughs> added to it. That's yeah. I kind of took a while to not do that <laughs> the, the only thing that i didn't stay true to umbra was the weight because the weight in oblivion compared to skyrim was way over what a two-handed weapon weighs in skyrim oh no the, i mean there, there's so many like even like if you look at like monetary costs and values between the two games there there's very very different scales yeah but i i made it comparable to what it would have been had the developers put it in here no, dude. I mean, it looks it. It's I. You have no idea. Like, I, it makes my heart sing to see. Like, not listing it there, Evarwin. No, it's not. Uh, when I go to use the grindstone here, it's not. It's not coming up. Right, let me check something real quick. Sure. It may just need you to restart the game if it's not checked the way it should be. Well, I mean, that's that's you know maybe what I'll do is I'll just upgrade it at some other point. But um, but in any event, uh, so that's that's that. And uh, and Fred, what would be the next uh, piece of your mod that you would like for me to check out? Well, I believe the next thing would be to head to Falkreath. Okay. So I'll fast travel to Falkreath. Then you can take a look at the event. Okay. So now now we're getting to the real the real uh, crux of of the event. QGN hosts. In in Skyrim mod by Vimers in in the uh, in the Steam Workshop and what what is the hateful trolls? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the, is this the event? What the hell is this? <laughs> what are all these mini trolls? <laughs> do I kill these things? You do whatever you want to do, Ivarwin. I'm gonna kill these things. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm a I'm actually using Umbra right now to kill a hateful troll. <laughs> Dude, that's ridiculous. Why why are they hateful trolls? What is what's the deal with that? Oh, it's ESO themed, man. It's ESO themed. <laughs> So are we? Are we? Uh, we're battling the hateful trolls of ESL. <laughs> oh 
my god, dude. This is this is hysterical. Alright, there goes another one. How many trolls are there, man? <laughs> Plenty. Plenty, huh? <laughs> That's funny. I love how you're just like stealing their souls with Umbra. Yeah. I had gotta <laughs> I don't even know what I'm absorbing their souls with. I don't think I have any. This guy's just running away from me. Hey, uh, Fred, can I make a uh, suggestion or a uh, request? I guess it's more of a request, really, not a suggestion. Yes, you may. Um, I know one of the best combos um, uh, from Oblivion was you have Umbra, which is like the best sword in that game. Oh. My God. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Fred, what the hell is that giant troll? <laughs> By the way, Varwin, I patched that so you can now upgrade your weapon, and you may want to do that before you fight that. Alright. Um... Damn. Just a quick restart will make it so it fixes. Uh, yeah, but that's going to interfere with the, the show, man. Uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, I'm just going to use my the mace that I normally use, but... Oh my god, what the hell is this freaking huge <laughs> Oh my god. Ignorant naysaying troll! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Get it, dude. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Reds are out of your mind. Come on, dude. It's Rock Fighter. <laughs> Holy God. This is this is what happens in, in, in Quest Gaming Network. This is what we this is the kind of thing we do. I'm gonna be interested to see if it flies off like the cow did when you kill it. It it probably will. Oh my god, are you, I mean, are you guys seeing this on the stream? Wait a yeah. minute. Oh, yes. yeah. Dude, you're as big as its foot. Oh, <laughs> oh man. What's the chat room saying with this? Plus I got it, man. This troll is the troll. They're, t they're basically egging you on to fight. You're getting it, dude. Get it, get it, get it. Oh, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm gonna get this thing. Die, you ignorant naysaying troll. <laughs> Oh, my heavy armor increased. <laughs> oh my god. Holy jeez. Fred, you are you're an unbelievable genius. That's all what? I'm saying. I'm gonna get him, I'm gonna get him! Get him, get him! Yeah! Now, mind you, if Barwin is like level 54, this troll caps out at level 50. Yeah. And look, it's even putting a hurting on him a little bit. Yeah, this, this is that, one of those times where I would bravely run away <laughs> instead of fight the uh, the ignorant naysaying troll. Yep. <laughs> okay, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose. Wow, five thousand gold, six pieces of troll fat, <laughs> a silver ring. Oh man, <laughs> Twitch is buffering, and all I got was a crotch shot of the troll. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was oh that God. was great, Tom. Wait, hold on. The, the Avarwini blade. Oh my God, Fred! You put an entire weapon in here. The fabled Avarwini blade, it was long ago lost to a paladin. It is best known for its holy power to smite foes. Oh my god. (laughs) This is awesome, dude. I I love this. What I mean, can I upgrade this? Yes, the Avarwini blade is upgradable. So so for those of you listening on the podcast, first of all, I apologize. (laughs) Second of all. Uh, second of all, this Avarwini blade, it, it basically looks like a a um, a glass uh, sword in Skyrim, but it has this beautiful golden, like uh, shimmering blade to it, with like this um, this white silver metal type of uh, of hilt, and it's just it's really just this is absolutely gorgeous, Fred. Dude, equip it and look at the scabbard. Oh, it comes with a scabbard. Yes, it comes with the scabbard. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get some of these trolls with this thing, man. You know that, right? I hope so. All right, here we go. Here we go. That's epic. It sure is. And and the Avarwini blade can be <laughs> can be yours uh, when you download QGN hosts of uh, Q, uh, QGN hosts of Skyrim mod. Just okay. search for QGN hosts in Steam Workshop. In Steam Workshop, right? Okay, yep, yeah, there it is, man. It's uh, it's it's pretty awesome looking. Let's get some trolls. With you got my... the shield, so you can't really see the scabbard too well. Yeah. All right. So, wow. Oh, cool. He burst into flames. White flames, dude. Those flames are a lot brighter than normal fire. I think maybe my my Daedric, uh, it's not Daedric, it's it's an ebony armor. I think my ebony armor is is covering up some of the uh, scabbard. See how bright the fire is though when you hit them. I did see it. Yeah. No, it's not covering up the scabbard. That's a glass sword scabbard. It just has the top part, and then the blade hangs out. Okay. But if you look close at the scabbard, there's little pieces of glass on that, too, that match the blade. Wow, hold on a second. Every one of these trolls has 200 gold on them? That's right. Oh, my God. I don't know how many of these things I killed. (laughs) (laughs) They look like little baby monkeys running away from you. Come here, you little hateful troll. Oh my god. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Maury, what do you think about this mod? That it's insane. It's it's is an evil genius. <laughs> <laughs> See that one running with the arrow through its head? That's so good. That sword's amazing looking. What uh what is what's what's the chat room saying? Are they uh are they enjoying this? Are they are they going to download the mod? Best mod ever. Uh lol out of all when you blade. Loving the Avarwini blade. Oh, it's 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 so beautiful, Fred. You really did an amazing job with this. SOC Hobbit. Why does Avarwin always use the worst healing spells? <laughs> it's the only ones I know how to use. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. We okay. 
Zach, Z Zachy, my whatever your your username is, um, you get the huge G award for tonight. Um, he says, "I'm surprised no one has made a mod that has a traveling shank you may or may not find that sells you pumice stones." Oh, now Fred, now that, that might be an idea. <laughs> oh, you just reminded me, Varwin. When you're done killing these trolls, head over to White Run. Okay. Oh, I I know what's coming. Well, it depends on if Yvorwin's been there yet or not, because if no. this character doesn't trigger it, he may need to log on to another character that hasn't explored Whiterun yet. Well, I've been to I've been to Whiterun on this character. Have you been inside the Bannered Mare? No. Well, I mean, on this character I have, but not for a long time. Oh, yeah, you just reinstalled the mod yesterday, so it should still work. All right, good. Yeah. Now, now, Fred, is this is this something that maybe I should go to right now, and and you know, I'll take a little walk over there, and we'll get into our next discussion point, or, you know, should I really just, you know, because there's a lot of these little trolls around here, man. I mean, the last well, you aren't gonna be able to fast travel as long as they're alive. Okay, well, it's a good thing I was gonna walk anyway. Um, <laughs> do you want to miss out on all that money, though, Evorwin? There's a lot of money to be had. But I mean, we do we do need to conduct a show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is that is true. <laughs> Look at all. Of them. There's a ton of them. I mean, how how exactly is this thing supposed to work? I mean, I I I know the last mod you did, there was 125 skeletons, and if you used unrelenting force, um, you know, they sort of multiplied. Well, one of the problems with the last mod was that the trash wasn't very rewarding to kill it, and it was extremely hard to kill. So this time, I made it so... Now, keep in mind, you are over level 50, but anybody that is, you know, in the mid-levels should find this as a sufficient challenge. And also reward them for their effort. Now, can you actually see on your end, Ivar One, that the fire is a lot lighter than normal fire when you're swinging that sword? Yes, yes, I can. It's it's yeah, definitely it's got did like you, a uh, white hot golden type of look to it. Did you put any extra like bloom on there? No, I actually made its own spell effect. Dude, that's pretty sweet. Okay, um. So we're gonna we're gonna sort of leave this the way it is here because there's there's a lot going on. Man. All them guards fighting well, I mean, all those trolls. It's the best way to deal with hateful trolls and just ignore them. Yeah, and they might go away. <laughs> Internet trolls, just ignore uh, them. I should have put up a sign that says "Don't feed the trolls." Don't feed the trolls. Episode ninety six, no ninety four of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Me and Dave was on that. Fred, do you? Fred, I'm sorry, Maury. Um, I just want to ask, fine. Fred, do you have a um, do you have a a screenshot of those of those trolls that maybe we can use as the episodes post? Or the uh, no, post I don't because I didn't want to spoil what the event was, so I didn't actually take any pictures of it. Okay. All right. Well, in any event, guys. Um, so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna head over to to uh, White Run. You said right, Fred? Yes. Okay, we're gonna head over to White Run, and while we do that. <laughs> Um, I want to I want to get into our next discussion point and uh, and Shank, what what would that be? So here we have a discussion point again. This is on the uh, the uh, uh, Elder Scrolls official Elder Scrolls forums, and uh, this is from a uh, 
person named Crazy Guy One Five Eight, and the name of the thread is Skyrim doesn't need many graphics mods. And he writes, in my opinion, of course, yours may differ, and that's fine. I opened up Skyrim today. I started to run around, um, and I never really thought about how beautiful the landscape is. I have but a few mods to enhance the graphics, like water, better dynamic snow and, and high-quality snow, lush grass, <laughs> plus some other minor ones. But that's that when it comes to the, quote, looks. I really don't think more needs to be enhanced. Not the texture size. I'm fine with the default texture size, unless, of course, some are replaced by mods that I use. And I don't even use the 2K ones or custom ones. I stopped using SMIM because it was too resource hungry and I really didn't notice the changes it made. I'm not detail OCD. So he's basically using some very, very minor sort of mods, but he's saying, he's basically saying like it doesn't need, you know, too many graphics mods on top of these ones. Um, and it's actually a pretty decent thread. So what? Uh, let's throw it out to the panel before uh, and do our regular thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, Shank, why don't you lead with this a little bit? Because I mean, you're you're the uh, you're definitely the like I say the the graphics <laughs> min maxer. Um, but I'll I I'll love tell that you title. if you're it, it's very appropriate. It is. <laughs> if if you're looking at at what we're streaming right now, uh, maybe you're on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Quest Gaming Network, and you're you're checking this out, checking out this video, you'll you'll see the uh, the the version of Skyrim that I'm streaming right now, and that that is completely unmodded. I have the graphics tuned up to ultra, and that's it. Yep. No no extra post processing. This this is. Uh, what we call vanilla Skyrim when it comes to uh, the visuals. Like, Avarwin hasn't done any ENBs, nothing. This is, you buy Skyrim, crank it to Ultra, this is what you get. Exactly. Um, so, of course, I have to, I mean, the, the way that the, this guy was a gentleman, the way that he worded it, so I'm going to have to res respectfully, not disrespectfully, but respectfully disagree with him. Um, and my reasoning is this. If if you have the game on on a uh, on the PC, I mean, you can only do this on the PC because it's like the open platform that it was released on. Um, I I personally think you, you know you're sitting on a rig um, which has you know X power. I think you owe it to yourself um, to maximize that power. And for me, that that's I'm always chasing that. You know, I, I'm always. I want to get my game looking as realistic as possible. And just with terms of graphics mods, my God, I must have at least 35, 40 graphics mods on there. And I'm, ch I'm always chasing realism in this game when it comes to visuals. So he says too many graphics mods. Now, I, I would have to agree with him to an extent on that, that phrasing, too many, because if you have one graphics mod in particular... You really don't need too many others. And that is if you have ENB, that itself adds so many different things that you might not need the other graphics mods. Me personally, however, I want it looking as f good as I possibly can get it running on my machine. And I, in fact, I upgraded my graphics card just because I wanted to run ENB. So, you know, I'm the... Uh, the titled uh, graphics min maxer I, I love that title by the way i think it's incredibly appropriate and <laughs> i yeah I, I, the more graphics mods the better because it's it's down to your personal taste i think and my taste i is is 
I have a pretty high bar, I'll say, in terms of what I expect and uh, visuals. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to have to uh, come out and, and sort of say that when it comes to when it comes to Skyrim, sure you want to you want to make sure that the the game looks absolutely gorgeous. But I think the real the real key word here is is the word need. And um, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly, but he is saying you know. Yep. No, he says, "Does Skyrim need?" No, he's the the thread. Sorry, is titled Skyrim doesn't need many graphics mods. Yeah, and I, I would I would have to just take the opposite stance on that and say that I I agree. It does not need um, graphics mods. Like I said, I'm I'm playing I'm playing on Ultra, and um, I'm not I'm not hurting for for realism for for beauty. I, I sort of feel like, you know, would I appreciate this game if it looked better than it already does? Yeah, of course, absolutely. Who who doesn't appreciate more beauty um, when when there was once none? But uh, what I can tell you is that am I hurting for it? Do I, am I running around this game saying, gee, you know, the graphics are looking outdated. Uh, it doesn't look real to me. Uh, I, I feel like there could be, you know, better graphics in this game. Absolutely not. It, it, quite to the contrary, I, I feel like this game is is still, uh, even though it came out in 2011, and and here we are, at the beginning of you know 2014. Uh, we have had some some leaps and bounds in the in graphical presentation in video games, and I still think that this game holds up, looks great looks beautiful more than holds up I, I i think it's still a leader in in graphic um in in graphics in in gaming right now and it came out you know a couple of years ago um i need to apologize because i missed i didn't necessarily answer the question because uh, i didn't really i misinterpreted it but before i correct myself i would like to uh, let's 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 I, i'm curious to hear what maury and uh our resident modder himself, Mr. Fred, has got to say on this. Well, when it comes to mods, I only use the ones that I make pretty much. Like, I have the QGN one that's out there, and then I have, like, my own personal mod that I put stuff in there that, you know, can't necessarily put out there publicly because sometimes I'll take stuff straight out of Oblivion and put it into Skyrim and you're not really allowed to do that and distribute it because other people might not actually own Oblivion. Right. And, you know, then every once in a while I'll just have an idea to make something crazy and put it in there and I'm not even sure if it's going to work. So I test it out on my stuff before I actually put it in the public mod. But but, but do you think... Uh uh, to to the question, do you think uh, this game needs graphics mods? No, because I haven't even installed one. All right, there you go. What about you, uh, our resident? Um, I don't know, Midlander. He's Midlander. Yeah, he's Midlander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like does Skyrim need? graphics mods doesn't need it you know it, it looks great uh you know i said that is my the best thing about skyrim is skyrim itself does does skyrim need any mods at all you know maybe not you know people get fine get on with it fine on consoles 
<laughs> Look at that kill cam. In some respect. <laughs> that, Cat, that's funny. Cat just burst into white flames. Yeah, that uh, saber cat <laughs> got owned. <laughs> Go ahead, Maury. Ah, stupid buffering. Uh, I hate Twitch. It's so terrible at the moment. But yeah, um, I think if your computer, if you know your PC can run a mod, I think you are doing a disservice to your game to not mod it, to not put an EMB on if you can run it, to not put one that he mentioned, the Stim, um, Static Pressure Movement mod. Mm-hmm. It does make, you know, it says, you know, I don't, I didn't notice it, but I noticed it, you know, I, like it adds something so that when you lift, when you look in a barrel, it lifts the lid. Sounds, it sounds such a small detail, but it is, you know, it can be a big part of things that you may do mindlessly in the game. And, and to me, it makes a big difference. Um, just seeing that lid lift off. And uh, I think we spoke about before that, like the chains. On, mm-hmm. um, yep. on 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 sides, the drawbridge. yeah, they just you know they look flat in the in the game, but if you add this, it makes them actually a three D model. Now, yes, it's just kind of fluff and, and extras, but it is. I think, you, like I say, I think you're doing yourself a disservice not to use it because it it does add just the little things in the world like that we said before little things in the world make the world so i think those little those little things really help i mean, i use i use climates of tamriel which is not really graphics but it is a a weather mod and i think it does add some some extra textures as well which makes it really good and then adds um lots more mist and things like that which really builds up I mean, it, like if you look at Sky and you look at the butterflies and things, like you can get mods that make them actually look better than just like a two B, two D cardboard. So I think if you can do it, you sh- you really should at least give it a go before saying oh, I don't need them. Like this guy said, he did try all these mods. Okay, it wasn't for him. But saying yeah, if you can run this on Ultra, like Varwin, if you can run this on Ultra, I'd say. Try pushing it. Try putting a mod on there. Just, you know, like you love it now. Try it, having looking better, and you'll 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 not want to go back. And yeah, that's that's one of the things. I guess I didn't read the the question carefully enough. But he, he I mean, the key word of Arwen's right. The key word is need. And you know, I mean, I I, I personally do think it it does need graphics mods. Um. The reason for that being that uh, the the game, when it did come out, I'm not saying it's an ugly game at all, uh, but when it did come out, it came out in 2011, uh, and at that point in time, the DirectX 11 API was uh, kind of mature, and you know the the, the game uh, in its uh, what we call the vanilla form, which I explained earlier, uh, doesn't really make use too many too many too much use of the that API. So I think. Because it doesn't really utilize that too much, I think it does need it to inject uh, some of that tech kind of back into it. Now, again, I'm not saying it's an ugly game, but relative to when the game came out, 2011, uh, and also compared to the tools that were available, you know, I, I do think it did, uh, d- does need it. And it, but you know, it does come down to taste. But I think if you can run it, yeah, I mean. 
give it a go. Try it. If you don't like it, then, you know, no harm done, really. But I, I, I think you should push it. Yeah, Carrelli brings up a good one here that I forgot to mention. Realistic light and overhaul. If you yeah, have that I saw in, that, yeah. wow, that makes a massive difference. It, yeah, because it, it really does make a massive difference to interiors. Oh, interiors, and also, I mean, I use that in conjunction with ENB and climates of Tamriel, and I mean, Same. my God, it looks incredible. <laughs> yeah, like you have to, you have to use a a torch in dungeons and things, and and oh, like yeah, tablets, it just looks so homely. It looks yeah, so I much think, better. Yeah. I figured Avarwin would love that because, like, you're a yeah. huge dungeon guy, dude. And, like, oh, you go yeah. into the dungeons, it's not lit any. Like, you have to use a torch. Oh, I always and, carry torches on me. I mean, I just whip one out right here in, yeah. in Whiterun. But, like, you really don't need it in in Vanilla Skyrim. But, I mean, if, if you, like, if, if any of you guys have been watching my um, latest Skyrim um, series that I'm doing at the minute, like, you'll see how how well the dungeons are not lit and, and how yeah, I need a torch. Exactly, because that mod basically takes out the ambient light sources, so it's pretty real in terms of the lack of light in those uh, interiors and dungeons, especially. So, I mean, I figured if Arwen, you would love it because I mean, you get you feel so like you you Immersed. feel like it's an unfriendly place. Oh yeah, yeah. Any, I mean, I'm a huge dungeon crawler, and anything that um, anything that just enhances my experience while I'm adventuring inside of a dungeon is just great. Oh, I, yeah, dude. Especially, I mean, your playstyle, your, your like paladin playstyle, I think it plays right into your hands, honestly. Mm. All right. Well, here we are in Whiterun. And uh, Fred, uh, you, you had us come all the way out here to check out uh, another feature of your wonderful mod, uh, which, by the way, I'm enjoying the hell out of right now. What, um, what exactly is uh, in, in store for us here? Well, take a walk into the Bannered Mare. Okay. And, and you'll see something entertaining. I'll see something entertaining. All right, here we go. This is, uh, right, the Bannered Mare. Very good, which we uh, derived our old segment name from. Open it up in here. And loading. We and go. we're lagging. Okay, Argonian rights activist. We've got... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we got a bunch of Argonian rights activists just kind of hanging out over here. And let's see. They're uh, just sort of standing around. What, what, I mean, what should I be doing with these guys? I would. Uh, I would recommend like looking to see. <laughs> Look for the body. Yeah, <laughs> search for the body. Look for the, yeah. There was like um, someone who was using some sort of magic spell, and and then everyone just dropped out of combat. So yeah, they're Argonian rise. There's, there's a body there somewhere. Check in the back. Where did it go? Uh, something may have bugged out because this girl here is just sitting on air. Okay, so you said check in the back, right? Yeah, check check around. There's a body there somewhere. Okay, all right. We're gonna we're gonna find the ooh some guvine. The mystery body. Maybe it jumped up. Maybe it didn't. I don't know where the heck it went. Uh oh. Should definitely be there. Okay. I remember it like closer to the front, like right when you enter. 
Yeah, that's what but, I was thinking too. But it could have maybe it wandered someplace. Well, what I'll do is I'll. Uh, it could have. Yeah, if there was a body that's supposed to be here that you modded in, and it died well, already. It didn't start off as a body. Right. <laughs> like that's what that spell was when you walked in. That was someone getting getting beat up, huh? Yeah. Ch check in the back where that red guard woman normally is. Uh, okay. Let's see in the kitchen, right? Yes, that's the kitchen. <laughs> Shank the spanked. <laughs> why? Why is Shank a woman? Because <laughs> I was killed by Argonian rights activists. <laughs> Let's there look Shank's body. What's, what's Shank got on his body? Nothing. <laughs> This is this is pretty awesome, dude. <laughs> and of course I'd be a chick, dude. I always play as chicks, right? Shank the spanked. Those Argonians <laughs> showed him what was up. Sure did, Argonian right activist. <laughs> Keep talking that smack, Shank. It's coming. Oh man. In that game that shall not be named, I'm gonna run up and stab you with a two handed sword. <laughs> it's gonna be great. The chat rooms, everyone saying, "Do it's do it's do." All I'm right, I'm gonna be Scale Lord Corv. <laughs> scale Lord, <laughs> look at all them. <laughs> they really, uh, they really put the hurting on Shank over there. Shank the spanked. <laughs> I love how I got the poor one there. <laughs> is uh, is there anything else, uh, Fred? Anything else in this in this great mod? Uh, Q QGN hosts of Skyrim by Vimers on on the Steam Workshop. Uh no, but you can upgrade the Varwini blade if you want to. Yeah, what do I need in order to do that? Glass, Malachite. Okay, That's what we use to upgrade glass weapons. I don't know if I have any of that. I'll I'll have to double check though. Let me leave White Run and fast travel to my uh, my home. Uh, I suppose while I attempt to do that, maybe it's time for for uh, more cues. Random lore book. Yeah, I can totally do that. It's uh, it's not a long one today, and there's not many uh, hard words, so. <laughs> So what he's saying is it's time to go number one, not number two. <laughs> I don't want him back. <laughs> I don't feel bad. He's invited me like three weeks in a row now, and he normally just cancels the show or doesn't call me. Well, he was going to cancel tonight, but I really had to twist his arm because he's been slacking the last couple of weeks. I've not really seen much of him. So. Yeah, yeah. Between uh, yeah, doing all different kinds of of other Elder Scrolls things on Friday, including yeah. ESO Alliance. I yeah. Yeah, nobody nobody cares about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, want, they, want, they want to see me, and like you're depriving people. Oh my god, <laughs> that is true, Maury. You do have a face for radio. Yeah, well, you know. As far as not inviting me back, when you do a podcast at 9 o'clock at night, you have to take who you can get on Valentine's true. Day. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I wish it was 9 o'clock at night. I'd love that. But no, it's 3 in the morning for three, me. 3 in the morning for, for poor old old Maury, yeah. who is now about to read his, his random lore book. Yes, and uh, going on the theme of this show, I'm reading A Tragedy in Black. 
and it is a folk tale from the time of the Oblivion Crisis by an anonymous author. It says, The Dramora looked on the young boy with disdain. He looked to be no more than 17 or 18 on the cusp of manhood. You, you have summoned me. Mother says I'm good with spells. Someday I'm going to be a wizard, maybe even archmage. And what would your mother know about magic, boy? She's a wizard. She's an enchanter at the Arcane University. Ah, another dabbler in the mystic arts. I'm certain she is barely mediocre. You shut up. I, re I read the scroll. I get to tell you what to do. The Dramora was silent. Compulsion bound his voice. I want to know how to make a magic dress. I need it for her birthday. The Dramora's answer was more silence. You have to tell me, it's in the rules. Freed from the previous compulsion, the Dramora answered. First, you need a soul gem. I happen to have one. And will glad gladly give it to you for so noble a cause. Really? What do I need? With a hidden smile, the Dramora handed over the dull blank gem. It is not enough to cast a spell upon the inert object. Magic requires thought, intent, will and emotion. The soul powers the enchantment. The bigger the soul, the more powerful the enchantment. So how big, how big is this one in this soul gem? Oh, that one is empty. You'll need to fill it. But it can hold the largest souls easily. Do you know how to do that? No. The young man said suddenly, Let me show you. You cast a spell like this. The tendrils of the soul trap spell spilled from his fingers and surrounded the boy. The young man's eyes went wide. I didn't feel anything, he complained. How about now? The Dramora asked, plunging his talons into the young into the youth's ribcage. His heart beat only once before it was pulled from his chest. Quickly the Dramora snatched back the black soul gem just as the youth died. His soul tried to flee, but was trapped by the spell and drawn into the gem. Only black soul gems can hold the souls of men and elves. Your mother obviously never told you never to accept freely given gift from a summoned remora, he said to the corpse. You see, it breaks a conjuration, freeing the summoned from the summoner. Now let's go find your mother. After all, I have another black soul gem. And that is a tragedy in black over at the Imperial Library dot info. Very dark indeed. Yeah, that was a very dark one actually. Jeez. Yeah, uh, it's a folk tale, apparently. Yeah. So, yay. I'll tell you what, that's that's what's great about about um, about Tamriel though, and about the Elder Scrolls games is, you know, 
these these are games where certainly uh, you know the the world needs a hero, and that is you. But it's it's not it's not afraid to to come out with with something just you know uh, horribly frightening that you'll stumble on in a book and read and realize oh, this this world is not exactly the perfect little fun place that maybe I would like for it to be as it's hero it's it's uh it's sometimes it's just not for for the faint of heart and sometimes not everyone is saved yeah i can, I can see why you kind of favor the paladin and, and that kind of hero um especially in elder scrolls you kind of need that holier than thou savior because there are so many forces that are against you in in the world of tamriel even the quests, most of the quests that give you unique items require you to do something incredibly evil to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's this one quest, uh, in order to get Moloch Ball's mace, you have to kill a priest. And yep. I just I just re- flat out refuse. I refuse. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic, I'm Christian. And and clearly, clearly, this game is not making any statements whatsoever about that kind of thing. Um, and nor nor do I feel any sort of like you know comparison to the priest you have to kill to any any religious uh, figure that that I've known in my life. But it's just the simple fact that you know it, he holy people people of of religion who teach us about religion. That's what I mean by holy people. Um, they're they're there to keep the peace. Uh, they're they're not they're not warriors. They're not prepared to to fight. Um, and to to just you know go on out and just murder one in cold blood is honestly even if, even in a video game, it's just so horrifying against my character. I just refuse to engage in that sort of that sort of content and 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 action. So. I never had Molag Ball's Mace, and if that's what I have to do in order to get it, then it's just not something I'm going to do. I, I, I refuse to do that sort well, of thing. See, that's one of the purposes of my mod, is I'm actually adding in things that don't require you to do something heinously evil to get some of the cool stuff in the Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. You don't, you don't like that, dude? The Ring of Nimera is like, pretty memorable. I kind of like that. Oh, I love the Ring of Nimera. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I kind of like the seedy underbelly though uh, of like uh, the the dark nature, some of the darker aspects, I should say. Yeah, I totally oh, yeah. like being like antihero, really. Yeah, because like it's that. it's like I I think honestly, it just kind of speaks to the freedom of like yes, there's very very like heroic cool things that you do, and like obviously you know you go to the companions, you go, you know, in in, in uh, Oblivion, you you valiantly do the Mages Guild quest, which I shall not spoil since uh, Barwin's doing it. But you you go to those things and you you feel like you know what I made like a positive impact in this world, and then maybe sometimes you're like you know what I, I'm 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 done being the good guy. I want to kind of get a taste of like the the seedy like evil like truly evil stuff, and then lo and behold you have the Dark Brotherhood, you know, and yeah. that whole quest line is very very dark and like you literally kill people in that, I mean in that guild. I mean if they're assassins, they're, there's no two ways around it. So I, I love the fact that these worlds just they're so flexible and 
okay, I'm, I'm, I want to play a good guy, sure, you can do that. But if you want to change your mind and try other stuff, I mean, the world is just waiting for you. But see, that's the point, though, is there's all kinds of options if you want to be a bad guy. But there's not a whole lot of quests with tangible rewards that compare to the ones you get from being evil. Like what? Well, like in the base game, if you do the Dark Brotherhood quest line, you get Shadowmere, who is undoubtedly the best mount in the entire game. Oh, yeah. And there's no good equivalent for being a good character. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Even, I think, one of the most um, positively filled or positively themed or heroically themed weapons in the game... Um, Oh, jeez, I forgot the name of it. Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker, yeah. I think even uh, the Mace of Molag Ball out DPS is Dawnbreaker. Well, it would do, because Dawnbreaker is a single-handed sword, and right. Mace is, isn't it double-handed, Molag Ball? No, Mace of Molag Ball is one-handed. Okay, yeah, but it's a Mace, and so Mace will do more damage. But I think I think Dawnbreaker has the best enchantment, seeing as how you're fighting pretty much everything in Skyrim is pretty much undead. Yeah. So I think it's got one of the best enchantments. Um, oh, yeah, without a doubt, it's it's it. What my favorite? It is my favorite weapon in the game because nothing yeah. is awesome. Nothing is more awesome than just you know standing your ground against a horde of undead Draugr, and when you 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 get that proc where it just the the undead just blows up yeah. and the rest of them just run away from you it's like oh that's just so amazing I, I disagree i think i'm running away bravely <laughs> i think i think that, I think that, that 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 is that is the tactical valiant option what well, would you drop your sword and just run well, we're forgetting, though, Ivarwin, that the flames from the Ivarwini blade do more damage to Undead than Dawnbreaker does. Well, we I mean, we're, we're talking about the, <laughs> the base game. Ivarwini. Hashtag. Clearly, the Ivarwini blade is the greatest uh, weapon ever created in, in Skyrim. So. That's right. Um, all right, guys. Well, I think that's our show. Uh, we just want to mention that our show has been brought to you in part by tweakedaudio.com for for uh, great headphones for uh, for an unbelievable price extremely durable and uh, awesome awesome headphones that deliver fantastic and superior sound clarity head over to tweakedaudio.com what you're going to get there is uh, other than their fantastic customer service uh, you're going to get a lifetime warranty on their product so if anything ever happens and goes wrong with their product you just call them right on up. Use utilize that fantastic customer service of theirs, and they will send you a brand new pair of headphones for free. And and when 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 you ask how much is the shipping on that, well, I'll tell you right now, it's free. And you know how I know it's free for you, because you get free worldwide shipping with tweakedaudio.com when you purchase one of their unbelievably awesome headphones. Um, all this and more, plus 30% off of tweakedaudio.com headphones when you use our code off the record, all one word, off the record, 30% off. Great, durable headphones, unbelievable sound clarity. Again, 30% off, free shipping worldwide, 
And of course, that lifetime warranty, all with that code off the record, tweakedaudio.com. Thank you so much, guys, for, for sponsoring our show. And also by audibletrial.com slash Network. Go to that link if you would like to utilize that and download your free book, your free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash Network. Okay, guys, uh, I believe that's, that sounds like a show. I believe it does. That sounds like that sounds Yay. like a show. Uh, Episode five in the bag. In the bag, Fred. I want to thank you for for uh, coming out tonight. Uh, thank you for your time. I, I know you're you're probably not a busy guy, but you know maybe you are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, seriously, man. Uh, thank you for for uh, you know for coming out. You know, I know today is one of one of the uh, one of your personal days, and certainly it's Valentine's Day, and you know you you made it out and i really appreciate you coming out here thank you for for building this amazing mod again it's you've been hearing us play qgn hosts of skyrim it's a mod by vmerce v-e-m-e-r-c-e which is uh fred's handle on on uh skyrim the skyrim workshop and did you also uh, upload it to skyrim nexus no it's just on the steam workshop steam workshop okay so steam workshop is where you get it and um, tons of fun, as you can tell. I mean, I've been having a ball playing it all all evening. So, so thanks so much for all your hard work and dedication, man. Oh, I just want to mention real quick. It shouldn't have any compatibility issues with any other mod because there's nothing in there that should really conflict. It runs off of everything based in Skyrim, and it adds what it needs to to do special effects like on the Varwini Blade. I don't know if you guys could tell that we're watching the stream, but it actually glows yellow, which no other weapon in the game does. And when he was inside that dark dungeon, you could really tell that the blade was glowing a yellow color instead of orange or red. Mm. Uh, Fred, what's some of your final thoughts for this evening? Well, if you guys download the mod, I hope you have fun. And if you would, please consider rating it up on Steam so I could maybe eventually get up to five stars. Be great, thanks. Yeah, guys, go, uh, go, go right now to to Steam. Please rate, uh, please rate Fred's mod up, and um, let's give this guy uh, the five stars that he he deserves for putting all the hard work, time, and effort into QGN hosts of Skyrim, a mod by Vemers V E M E R C E. Shank, um, thanks, man. Thanks for coming out. I really appreciate all your your hard work today and in, in kind of uh, leading the discussions a bit. What's some of your final thoughts? Yeah, it's a blast. I love. Uh, I, I really like that we did a, a kind of mod heavy show today. Um, and we, we keep mentioning mods and like mods of the week and stuff uh, as we do like in all of our shows here uh, regarding Elder Scrolls. But to have a show that's so centrally themed on the modding concept i think it it's 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 great because this is a pretty you know a big component of these games and i I like that we're giving it its due it's 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 a it's a great thing yeah absolutely um modding i mean by from the words of todd howard himself you know he he himself said you know give give the game to the community uh let them mod the hell out of it basically is what he was trying to say and and uh, it only makes their game better when we we get our our little fingers into here and and sort of make it our own mm-hmm. um you've seen a lot of mods in in my gameplay if you're watching on youtube.com slash quest gaming network 
um, you you have seen a couple of mods that I haven't really spoken about um, me play, and, and I just I adore having these things in my game. Uh, Maury, I look, man, you're you're phenomenal. Thank you so much for for hanging out with us again. Um, for uh, you know, I know it's late over there, and you know you 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 uh, you're a huge part of the show, and you make it out every every. Uh, every week so i do i do thank you for that uh what's some of your final thoughts man well final thoughts is it's never too late to hang around with qgn and uh, our great community i love um, interacting with the guys in the chat room i love hanging interacting with uh, with my fellow hosts and okay varwin uh <laughs> it was it was really great to have fred here he's he is almost like he's almost an idol but I'm obviously better because I'm English. <laughs> and but just I, for I was, that, you're going to really love it when I add you to this mod, when you see what you are. Wow. Well, you know, you do that. <laughs> I'm, I, I, may, I may need to learn how to mod, and then it, it's on. It's on like Teflon. Battle uh, of but, the mods. But yeah, I really in, uh, in, in hope everybody gives this uh, mod a try and maybe send in some emails that maybe we can read them out if um, if people try out and tell us their experience with it but other than that just want to say thanks for joining us chat room and uh, it's been another great show indeed it has uh chat room thank you as well for for coming out tonight uh you guys are wonderful uh thank you for for uh hanging out with us and making what we do here into an actual living breathing community uh, for those listening on the podcast, thank you for downloading and supporting us with our download. Uh, please, we would ask that you go to uh, audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and support us that way. Or go to uh, tweakedaudio.com and, and support us that way as well. Uh, if you would like to directly support us, we do accept donations. You can go to our website, questgamingnetwork.com or elderscrollsofftherecord.com as well. You can utilize the uh, little donate button on the right-hand side corner of that website. Don, you can donate whatever you wish. Uh, anything would be would be extremely appreciated. And uh, although if you if you donate uh, ten dollars or or more, ten dollars or more, uh, we will give you a shout out on one of our high quality podcasts here at Quest Gaming Network. Just please, if you do decide to do this, help help us out and let us know what what podcast you would like to have your shout out on. Uh, so that that would be appreciated. All right, guys. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening on on Twitch, on YouTube, downloading the podcast in the chat room. I am your humble Tamrielic Traveler and host of Arwen. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the foos be with you.